friends welcome to 2020 you beauty 2019 was a big year for Marie and I actually we had our adorable little baby Oliver born in Sweden which saw us living over there again for a big chunk of time we both got married in the middle of November which was unfreaking believable honestly everything we had planned for and dreamed of for that wedding it all I was going to say fell into place, but it was very well planned, so it all happened. It was amazing. 28 Swedes made the effort to come to Australia for it, so there was holidaying before and after. We also had some big things happen in the company, which I'll elaborate on shortly, but it was a big and beautiful year. I said to someone recently, actually, 2020 is going to be a big year for us. (laughs) Marie laughed and said, Well, if 2019 wasn't a big year, I don't know what is. (laughs) And she's right. They're all big years. And that's what we need to be aware of. So at the time of this recording, it's early January 2020. Some of you will be listening to it in January 2020. And like I just learned recently, some of you might be listening to it two and a half years down the track for the first time listening to this podcast. Someone bumped into me the other day and said, I've just listened to you and Nam," And I said, wow, that was... That was two and a half years ago that we recorded that one. It's amazing to think back at how much we've fit in around all of that. But I always find it's a funny time of the year around Christmas and New Year's. I love having the space and time away from normal, full-on, productive weeks of the year. But it usually also makes me crave routine again. This year, however, it's the first time in a long time where I've felt really present and immersed with my family and taken my head out of my workspace and truly enjoyed the space to just be. I think working in high-performance sport nearly my whole career and before that being an athlete in high-performance sport and the work that I was doing in high-performance sport up until a few years ago, it made it hard because Christmas time was middle of our track and field season and I was coaching elite athletes who would be preparing for great results in the summer uh, and then all motion set for world championships or Paralympics in the new year. So there was a lot of focus and still connection with all of my athletes over that time. Having our adorable little man Oliver uh, was obviously another reason that Christmas and the holidays felt so special too. Man, I feel blessed that Marie and I have a healthy, happy and active barb in our lives that just fuels more love, more light, more joy, more happiness and more gratitude every day. Especially at this phase when we've been through some tough challenges with his health and sleep for the first four to five months. It just feels like a breeze right now. Anyway... I wanted to start the year with a short episode from me and recap some wins and losses and strategies I'm implementing for an aligned 2020. I feel that sharing this short episode just from my perspective could help give some insights for your 2020 or at least get you thinking a little bit differently about some approaches. Firstly though, I actually want to take a minute to acknowledge everyone including all the animals who are affected by the massive fires that are wreaking havoc in our beautiful country right now. We're in trouble. It's crazy. And we'll be heavily impacted by this as a nation for a bloody long time. But I also kind of just want to leave it at that. 
I don't normally express acknowledgement for national and natural disasters, and I certainly don't engage in the blame game or those or the likes of anything like that. I was reflecting deeply over the past few days about where I sit with all of this. What is my role and my responsibility? I watch clients and other connections bravely fighting fires for days on end. I see friends being evacuated and stranded and fearing for their lives. And I see friendly strangers losing their homes and unfortunately some of them losing their lives. What is my role and responsibility? It's certainly not to jump on the blame, the government bandwagon. And to be honest, that's because I don't have any clarity about the situation as a whole. It's also not to get caught up in all the drama and take on other people's fears and other people's sadness and other people's negative vibrations. That also doesn't help the situation and it doesn't help me. It doesn't help my loved ones. It doesn't help my friends or my, my clients. I believe my responsibility is to continue being an optimistic lover of life. Of course, I'm going to donate in that way. But my responsibility, I believe, is to continue being an optimistic lover of life, to continually do the work that I'm doing and bringing awareness, knowledge and skills and therefore hope into the lives of others. I'm not directly impacted and driven enough to help fight these fires. But I applaud and I am inspired by those who are and who do fight these enormous tragic fires. But I'm also not ignoring the severity of the negative and long-lasting impact that these disasters will have. There's enough struggle and drama already associated. And I believe the more we can do to uphold the optimism and support from a human connection and emotional intelligence perspective the better we'll be as a whole. There is space for blamers and the environmentally conscious, concerned people. There is space for the firefighters and frontline heroes. There is space for the health workers, volunteers of all levels, government leaders and fundraising organisations. And there is space for optimism and alignment. And that's where I believe I fit in. So a heartfelt thank you to everyone who is helping in their small or their enormously large way. Continuing with the optimism and coming back in alignment with this episode, Marie and I spent many hours over the, the Christmas break, many of those driving out to Cobar, which was a 15-hour drive each way with a little overnight stop. But we spent a lot of hours over the break reflecting on 2019, what went well, what didn't go so well, and then also setting our goals and visions for 2020. As we've done for the past few years, we also created our intentional words for 2020. And to be honest, this year it took me quite a while to settle on my word. Previously, it's come to me with ease and clarity. This time, I was juggling it a bit. I had to really sit with it and breathe with it. In 2017, my word for the year was action. I'd been addicted to listening to podcasts for years and wanted to launch my own. And I took the action and launched this podcast in July 2017. I also had visions beyond my full-time coaching career in sport, that I was ex- the, the job that I was extremely passionate about. And I could clearly see my pathway ahead in that role. But I also knew it was time for a change and different impact. 
So I took the action to quit my full-time job and leap into the unknown world of podcasting, online coaching, and whatever else was to grow from that. We also moved to Sweden for seven months and took action on a lot of things that year. It was a big year of action. In 2018, my words were growth and development. What this meant to me was to learn, grow, and develop. Learn, grow, and develop. Learn, grow, and develop continuously over the year. So 2018 saw me investing into the HeartMath Institute training as a breath coach, studying more on emotional intelligence and mindfulness, Marie and I running our first event, the Impact Journey, and many other areas of growth and development. In 2019, my word was collaboration. I'd created the podcast, created my own online programs, run our own events, created my own one-on-one life performance coaching structure, doing my own physical coaching and many other things on my own or with Marie and the company and loving all of it, of course. But I meditated a lot at the back of 2019 and reassessed and realized that I needed to collaborate more to enhance all areas of my growth, my presence, my impact, everything. Some of my collaborations for 2019 were with Amber Hawken and the Calm Mind Project, now rebranded as Calm Mind Co., and stepping into schools and corporate organizations with her, teaching mindset, meditation, and mindfulness, and making a bloody big impact there and loving it. Uh, collaborating with functional medicine practitioner Carl Hewen and delivering our online program called Enhancing and Optimizing Your Gut Health and Gut Brain Connection. That also saw us collaborating with some Olympic coaches in America and bringing this online program to 28 elite coaches, Olympic and World Championship coaches, and building on this to include material on gut health for elite athletes. My collaborations for 2019 with the legend and close mate and mentor, Nam Baldwin, continued and led to empowering work with Maddie Elliott and the Change Room program that you've heard me reference a lot on this podcast and also had many of the mentors on this podcast. There were many other smaller collaborations too. It was, it was a great year of collaborations. So moving into 2020, I'm still taking action, massive action. I'm still growing and developing. I'll still collaborate. They're all necessary focus points. But my main word for 2020 is alignment. So what does that mean to me? I'm always talking about and thinking about alignment. It's not that I feel out of alignment, but I also recognize that each focus word for the past few years has also led me to explore very laterally at times, saying yes to many opportunities, chasing opportunities, almost desperately sometimes. Alignment for me this year from my career and legacy perspective is centering back to me as a performance coach. I'm a coach. I love it. Working with real humans to enhance and optimize their physical, mental, and emotional well-being. That's my creative flair. Yes, I've been doing this since quitting my full-time coaching job in the action year of 2017, but I really stepped away from the physical coaching aspects in 2017 and 2018. And I'm not just talking about coaching athletes, physical coaching with all demographics. 
in 2017, when I quit my job and launched my podcast, I had clear visions and goals and even mantras to monetize the podcast and be a world-leading podcaster. I was inspired by podcasters like Lewis Howes and Tim Ferriss and so many others, and I thought, why not? I wasn't just inspired, I was also driven by my deeper purpose and mission, which I still am today, which is to enhance and optimize my grandparents' legacy by impacting and changing hundreds of thousands of people's lives. That's what I was driven by, that's what I'm still driven by. But my branding was all about Brett Robbo, the podcaster, your life of impact website, podcaster on LinkedIn, podcaster everywhere. I set myself up as a podcaster that did a bit of performance coaching and I went hard. And I'm freaking proud of where I am and the journey I've been on. Is it a failure because I'm not a world leading podcaster and didn't get to where I wanted to? Or is it a massive learning curve and it took me in the right trajectory anyway and has allowed me to be where I am, happy, fulfilled, content? What I've realized is though, I'm not a podcaster who does a bit of performance coaching. I'm a performance coach who also has a podcast. A podcast that I love and am still driven to deliver because of the feedback I get from you legendary listeners and also because of the contentment and growth I personally get from it. So alignment for 2020 is including me rebranding, showing what I am actually doing and what I froth over, performance coaching. I'm a performance coach with a podcast, not a podcaster who does a little bit of performance coaching. Once again, I'm not only referring to coaching elite athletes as a performance coach. As you've heard me express many times, I believe your life is your performance. And when you learn to approach it and respect it that way, always working on your physical, mental, and emotional capacities, that's when you truly thrive as a human. That's when you're experiencing happiness, joy, contentment, passion, confidence, gratitude, excitement, and all those empowering emotional states more often. Alignment to me also means I'm not saying yes to every opportunity that comes my way with collaborations, workshop and speaking opportunities and all of those kind of things. Because as a new proud dad and loving connected husband, alignment also means quality time with my family, quality presence with Ollie instead of traveling a lot and support for Marie on her coaching journey. She's now a coach and guess what her words are for 2020? (laughs) Growth and development. And I know what it means to go all in when those are your words for that year. And I want to support her with that. She's an amazing mother, but she also has big visions for her coaching career and personal life. Not wanting to get years down the track and regret not going all in on both paths. All in, in a non-stressful, grind, grind, grind type of way, of course. I'm freaking excited to see Marie live her potential in all areas of her life. But that requires certain commitments from me, aligned choices and decisions. Hence why I'm still moving forward with some of the collaborations, but also moving away from some and saying no. Alignment also reinforces how I make decisions around my health. 
aligning my actions with my beliefs and values, many of which are reinforced the more I learn about gut health and the gut-brain connection, for example. Alignment for the year with my physical goals and physical training. I've been training with the thoughts of movement is medicine over the past few years and optimal minimal, so getting the most that I can out of short sessions and, and also training for maintenance. This year, I'm going back to what I froth on. I was an athlete. I was a competitor. <laughs> I need to do it a little bit more. I need to have these training goals. So this year, I'm competing in a few fun things like um, swim run events, Spartan races, learning to surf properly, and also prioritizing lots of yoga. That's part of my physical goal. Man, I love yoga and the connection of mind, body, and spirit and the breath work through the entire session when you're led by good instructors. There's a Brazilian guy here on the Gold Coast who I froth off his sessions and it's his particular sessions that I'm focusing on most. Like I've written it down, more yoga with Carby. <laughs> That's how much I love it and how much I get out of it. He also has a deep knowledge of breath and sometimes we'll chat and share for ages after the session. So I, I get a lot out of that one. But yoga is one of my physical training goals as well. So alignment is my word for 2020. Also as a reminder to stay in alignment and not get distracted. Or when I do get distracted, come back into alignment gently. Focus on who I need to be. And what truly lights me up, the connected, loving father and husband, the optimistic lover of life because of my approach to my physical, mental and emotional health, and me as a performance coach. <laughs> Actually, here's a quick story of how I cemented that it was time to realign as a performance coach. Uh, and then I'll finish off uh, telling you how Marie and I are maintaining accountability for 2020. So Nam Baldwin's partner, Devo, who's a dear friend and great mentor of mine as well. She's an absolute bloody legend. She's often asked me if there's one thing on your plate of everything you'd like, oh, sorry, of everything you do, like podcasting, keynote speaking, well-being workshops, physical coaching, all of these things, what would you choose if you could only do one of them? And she's also strategically asked me another question. If money wasn't an issue, what's two or three things you would stop doing that you currently do? This question has really helped me with the alignment vision for 2020. Anyway, just before Christmas, I had two NRL players from the Sydney Roosters come and stay at the Gold Coast and train with me for a week. In the mornings, I was coaching them on their speed mechanics, running dynamics and movement efficiency on the grass fields. In the afternoons, I had them in the gym for their strength and conditioning, specifically related to improving their movement efficiency and running mechanics for their sport. I was also doing focus work with these lights that I've got uh, and tennis balls, doing breath work in the ice baths, and we did a breath enhancement training session with Nam in the pool one day. Anyway, at the end of each session and the end of each day, I was frothing and just raving about and sharing everything everything with Marie. The internal energy that comes from doing what you love and realizing that your passions align with your skills, it's energetically electrifying. On the final day after coaching the boys, I rang Devo and shared that energy with her 
and and because the boys loved it and they want to come back next year and bring some other players possibly stay longer and and i shared my energy with devo and i said devo you know how you're always asking me if you could only choose one thing on your plate to do more of what would it be i said well it's undoubtedly performance coaching the fulfillment, joy, and pride of being creative, adaptive, and good at what I do is a stark reminder that this is where I need to focus more of my energy again. <laughs> she loved it. And she actually said something that stuck with me. I won't fully go into it, but it was along the lines of how, how it is to be an outsider and see people's zones of genius. And also see when they stray away from their zones of genius a bit. It was quite interesting. Performance coaching is that creativity piece that I always thought I didn't have. But it wasn't just because they were elite athletes. It's because they have goals and they're determined to achieve them. When I'm working with people who are like this, where I'm coaching people to help them bridge the gaps in their physical, mental and emotional well-being, and they're so determined that they'll push through the fear of failure to be their best selves. And I'm able to bring out my creative flair with different exercises, different challenges, different strategies for the mindset and emotional intelligence pieces. That's what makes me froth. If I'm frothing and wanting more of it, that's when I know it's the right thing to hone in on. And I have many clients who aren't elite athletes, but who have that inner drive and determination and understand the philosophy of treating their life like their performance. Sometimes these sessions don't include any physical coaching from me, and it's mostly the mental and emotional work that we focus on and breath work, and then we create their own plans for their physical health that they can carry out in their own time. Performance coaching is a mixed bag, and I love it. Back to that creativity piece, I always judged myself as not being creative because I couldn't draw any art, I can't fix things or build things well with my hands and I always compared myself to those who could do these things well. <laughs> that bloody disempowering mindset that we can generate on our own. It was a few years ago I realized that I'm actually super creative and adaptive as a coach and also with my words. So it was cool to, to feel that creative flair again and feel that pride and that energy coming from that. Anyway, before I wrap up, I wanted to quickly share the strategy that Marie and I are taking for 2020 to help keep us in alignment, growing and developing and keeping accountability. We've selected nine areas to work on and we've set some goals or some strategies for those areas. And at the end of each month, we're having what we're calling reflection and alignment sessions for each section we're asking each other and making notes on so it's really good to see the progression over the year but the few things that we're asking are what went well so what were our achievements for the month what could we have done better and then how are we planning and optimizing for the next month ahead so that's really going to help shape things and keep us on track Keep us in alignment. Keep Marie growing and developing. Some of the goals are six or 12 month end goals. Some are shorter. 
but we have process goals for each and that's the power and importance of these sessions to keep us in alignment and on track. So just briefly, the nine areas that we've selected are our physical health and we've both got different specific goals there and I told you some of the things that I'm competing in and we're both wanting to learn to surf properly. Another area is our mental health in which part of my uh, strategies here is living by the four agreements, which I often do, but it's always powerful to have strong reminders. So the four agreements is, uh, it's a book, it's called The Four Agreements, A Practical Guide to Personal Freedom. It's a, it's a great book written by Miguel Ruiz. And I'll, I'll sort of talk about those four agreements over the year in, in different sessions. But if you want to check out that book, it's well worth it. It's an easy read and it can be a real eye-opener if you haven't done much work on that space. Uh, the next section is personal growth and development. And we've both got some very specific goals there. Then we've got emotional health. And part of it for me for the beginning of the year is stepping more and more into empathy. So really practicing the skill of empathy. Uh, for Marie and I together with emotional health, it's around crystal clear communication. And we have specific strategies and a specific meaning around that for our relationship. Then we have nutritional health. And for both of us this year, it's some education in some new areas but also realigning with the 80-20 and even 90-10 principles. So, you know, we, we tend to adhere to this most of the time anyway, but in 2019 with a bub and a wedding, Swedish visitors, uh, Christmas, <laughs> we kind of fell from that a little bit in 2019. So, so bringing it back into alignment there. But it's more around, yeah, the alignment aspect, but also learning some different areas. Uh, the other areas are financial health, career and legacy, which is including the rebrand, environment, we're also deciding this year that we're going to tap a little bit more into that. And then, of course, the last one is relationship health, which is around quality time, laughter, and constructive support and constructive challenge for each other. So you've heard me say on previous episodes that, that we kind of have a pack that we'll always grow and develop in our relationship so if we're reassessing that every month there's a pretty good chance that we're going to be keeping in alignment with that no matter when you're listening to this episode if you feel like creating some structure on goals on certain areas and having the accountability sessions uh, uh, and you think that's a good idea don't wait until january 2021 just get amongst it now so for my year of alignment I will continue to bring you inspirational guests on this podcast to share their stories and strategies that we can learn elements from to enhance and optimize our physical, mental, and emotional well-being. I'll also continue bringing you the Gut Health and Gut Brain Connection online program with functional medicine practitioner Carl Hewan because that program fully aligns with my beliefs and values around health and also because we'll continue to bring it because each time Carl and I have run the program, we've had amazing results and feedback from the participants. Everything from massive weight loss to improved mental clarity, less sickness and time off work, improving their children's health, which is massive, feeling more energy to live again and enjoy hobbies and quality time more often, so many other benefits. 
really, this program is about giving you the awareness, knowledge, and skills to help you make better choices and decisions and and enjoy life more, but also prevent long-term negative health effects. This area of health and well-being, the gut health and gut-brain connection, it's a ship on a rising tide, which means there's thousands more scientifically proven results that show the importance of prioritizing your gut health and gut-brain connection for a better life. So we're running that program again on January 28th, 2020, and we'll have other rounds during the year. So whenever you're listening to it, jump on and check it out. If you're keen to get involved and experiencing the benefits that many of our previous participants have, then jump on to yourlifeofimpact.com forward slash gut health. My year of alignment will also give you more opportunity to work with me directly So I have a structure for my life performance coaching that I haven't promoted for a long time. I've been doing it, but I haven't promoted it for a long time because I've always limited the amount of people I would take on each month because I was saying yes to so many other things. So it's always just been word of mouth opportunities to work with me. However, this year and from right now, whenever right now is for you, If you're keen to work with me one-on-one, no matter where you are in the world, to enhance your physical, mental, and emotional well-being, then now's the time to reach out. I work with you and where you're at in your life. Whether you're needing mindset coaching, deep repatterning work to break unhelpful habits or limiting beliefs in relationships, addictions, business, or health, whether you're a CEO or manager like manager, many of my clients and you value personal growth and development and need that next level of coaching or whether you have goals and visions and need accountability. Areas we can cover are breath work, health coaching, physical coaching and programming, flow and focus skill development, mindset and emotional intelligence, sleep coaching, self-leadership, goal setting and vision planning and many other areas. Like I said, I meet you where you're at and we determine the strategy for you. Honestly, I've invested tens of thousands of dollars into my personal development over the years and I believe that's the best investment we humans can make, the investment into ourselves. So reach out via email or on the website. Email is brett at lifeintentional.com.au or yourlifeofimpact.com forward slash coaching. Stay tuned for other opportunities in the year too. And of course, for many more inspiring guests on this podcast. To wrap up, acknowledgement again to our brave firefighters and to every single one of you who are contributing through donations, time, resources, and love. And as always, remember, this is your life journey, your life of impact.